What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. You don't know what that ought is, Mr. Trash. I'd show you, but I'm too old. I'm too tired. I'm too fucking blind. If I were the man I was five years ago, I'd take a flamethrower to this place. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! It seems more important to say it every day. The truth shall always set you free. This is Tim. This is Get Off My Lawn. The Mad Ramblings of a Gen Xer. Oh, I want to talk about a lot of things today. I want to talk about the origins of COVID, the lying Dr. Fauci. Uh, also want to talk about the green initiatives that are killing wildlife. It's going to be a fun show. But evidently, according to the Energy Department, uh, they have did a report, and it says that most likely, and this is one of those dumb movements, uh, that most likely the COVID, or the origins of COVID, was most likely a lab leak. <laughs> now they're saying, well, there's no firm conclusion yet, but at all, but the U.S. Energy Department has now reportedly said it believes the virus was likely the result of a lab leak in China. One plus one, still two, right? Yeah, one plus one still equals two, two Tallahassee. Who didn't know this? Um, and I just love it because it, it's the view of the Energy Department, which actually oversees uh, a network of national labs, uh, which some, of course, <laughs> conduct bio-research. Um, and, and, and this was based off of classified intelligent reports. So it's not just some guy in his basement with a microphone making a podcast. Am I looking at you, Tim? Am I looking at you, Tim? Um, but it, it just says that, you know, there's no smoking gun on this report because of the fact that they, they don't have access to all the raw data. But if they went in reference to the origins and the contagiousness of, of the virus itself and the way that it mutates, um, that this is more than likely a man-made virus out of the Wuhan lab that was was released into the the general population. Uh, we don't know if it was on purpose. We don't know if it was, um, you know, if we don't know, we don't know if it was accidental, but the, these are, you know, like I said, this is not a firm conclusion, but like I said, it's interesting that all of a sudden now we are getting these reports that the COVID origin was from the Wuhan lab and it was probably leaked. <laughs> Uh, and I love it because you have other people like the Washington Post said a little known scientific and they, they try to discredit this already. And they're saying this is that a little known scientific team behind the new assessment of the COVID origins. When we had no information. And the god Dr. Falcio came down off of Mount Olympus and said COVID was natural. He had no data, had no information, and we all believed it. You all believed it because you wanted hope. You wanted to believe that there was a cure. You wanted to believe that that there was something out there that was good because of the fact that they created such a panic and locked everyone down that we looked at this and we were just saying, okay, we, we're just going to buy into whatever doctor, what Dr. Fauci says. 
we're gonna we're gonna just buy into it because and I love it because even the New York Times comes out and says what we still don't know and know about the origins of COVID. You're in a coronavirus laboratory in China, and it happens to be next to the Wuhan marketplace. And we blame bats in a cave and not the virus <laughs> and not the virus that could potentially have been lab created. Does anyone else see the idiocy in all of this? I, I mean, seriously. The IQs just dropped sharply while I was away. Did they? Because of the fact that we, we don't want to talk about these things. And it's not that we don't want to talk about these things. The government doesn't want to talk about these things. The government doesn't want to sit there and say, you know what? You know, there, there, there could be so there could be a there there, and I always love it because no one wants the there there. Um, and then we've had a Chinese scientist, a virologist, come out and say just recently that the CCP government intentionally released the COVID nineteen all over the world. Now, this is just her assessment. Now, this is also the same virologist who sounded the alarm back in early two thousand twenty about where COVID possibly came from. And of course, she was discredited. She was she was mocked. She was vilified because of the fact that she had the audacity to go against Doctor F and say, you know what? There could be something out there. There could this this is probably done or unreleased or uh, released by the Chinese government. And, and I, I I just love it because I I mean I don't know if this is true. I I can't tell you if this was based on fact. I I can't tell you. You know, would it be, you know, if this could or could not be the truth? But I love it because she's, you know, she has experience, you know, working, you know, she's a Chinese virologist. So she has experience in these labs. And she says, I can tell you based on print protocol and also the other surveillance systems, it would be impossible for the lab to leak accidentally, uh, uh, you know, accidentally happen in such a lab and cause the Wuhan broke a breakout and also it could cause the pandemic. So basically what she's saying is, you know, so one of the other one of the other theories was that this was accidentally released. That this was this this was an accident. That this somehow got out of the lab. She's just saying that with all the protocols and all the security systems and all the surveillance systems and everything else is going on, that it would be almost impossible for it to just be leaked. I like how I'm doing air quotes, but no one can see what I'm doing. It would be almost impossible for it to just be leaked. That would have to be intentional. And it would it would have to have been done by the CCP government or military scientists, and they probably underestimated the uh, transmissibility of the virus. And they probably, you know, it's one of those things. It's like the blob, it's like the old movie, the blob. Well, the blob came from out of space, but you know, you you know, scientists and all the blob remakes and all the blob twos, they tried to control the blob. They figured I could control the blob. What could possibly go wrong? We can always do these things, and then it got out. And then it got out of control and it was, you know, could have been used to, as a weapon to, uh, you know, destabilize the Western economy. Don't know. But I would not put it past the Chinese government to go and find and sit there and say, you know, let, let's do this because there's going to be because there's going to be no ramifications. There's going to be no repercussions. But of course there was because Trump was president. You, if if they would have done it nowadays, I, I I would think that there would be no repercussions. There would be there would be no <laughs> there would be no you know because there is none because China can do it. Basically, China can do what it wants right now. And do you think Joe Biden Joe Biden is is going to stop it? No, 
And I love it because I was reading a great article, and it was 10 myths from uh, COVID experts, which have now been debunked. And this is, shows you how much we didn't know and shows us how, how eager we were to accept information. Number one is natural immunity offers little protection compared to the vaccinated. Now, a study looked at 65 major studies in 19 countries on natural immunities, and their researchers concluded that natural immunity was at least as effective as the primary COVID vaccine. Everyone was told, get your shots, get your shots, get your shots, even though some of these shots are DNA-altering shots. But you should go and get these shots. It reminds me of the movie I Am Legend. I Am Legend with Will Smith. I prefer the book. I actually prefer, prefer the, the old movie with Vincent Price, which is Last Man on Earth which is derived from the book itself. But, you know, they cure cancer, then everyone turns around and becomes a zombie. Ah, <laughs> uh, But you know what, though? It, it, you have to get your vaccine. If you don't get your vaccine, you can't go out to play. If you can't get, if you can't get your vaccine, you know what? It, it's, it's you, you are going to be ostracized from society because of the fact that that's the way we are now. You need to be vaccinated, even though there is no medical proven data that supports the fact that what the long-term effects are in reference to getting the vaccine, but you need to get your vaccine. Misinformation number two, masks prevented COVID transmission. And again, a whole bunch of independent reports, independent studies showed that masks did not prevent it, that there was little to no benefit in reference to wearing masks, in reference to masking our kids up. And then, you know, there are children now that are having speech issues and problems and learning and learning issues for being masked for two years. Because a lot of times, especially with the younger children, you learn by imitating what you see. And if you're sitting in front of a teacher and you're and you're at an age where you're learning different words and you're learning to how to enunciate, if you're not able to see what the teacher is saying, you have a more difficult time formulating that on your own. Misinformation number three. Schools closures reduced COVID transmissions. Now, the CDC, of course, ignored the European experts who kept their schools open, mostly without masking. And the transition rate was no different. And these were also studies that were evident in both uh, Sweden and Spain. But we had to keep the kids home. We had, we had to lock it down. We had 10 days to slow down the curve or 14 days to slow down the curve. Misinformation number four, young people benefit from a vaccine booster. Boosters helped reduce, now no lie, the boosters probably helped reduce hospitalization in older, higher risk people. But evidence that, but there was never any evidence that they lowered COVID mortality rates in young people or healthy people. That's probably why the CDC did not publish the data on the hospitalization rates among Americans under 50. When at times it published the same information for those over 50. Now, at the end of the day, the White House recommended boosters for everyone. One booster for everyone gets a booster. Even though there was no clinical data proven that in younger people, boosters had any effectiveness. Misinformation number five, vaccine mandates increased vaccination rates. Now, President Biden and other people, again, demanded that unvaccinated workers, regardless of the risks or natural herbing, that they be fired. They demanded that, you know, that our soldiers, that the people that we have, you know, defending this country be dishonorably discharged and nurses be laid off in the middle of a crisis of shortage of nurses. 
And the mandate was based on a theory that vaccine would reduce transmission rates. And of course, this was later proven false. But after broad recognition, the vaccine does not reduce transmission rate. But the mandates are still persistent. They're still out there. They're still there. We still have firemen and nurses and people fired in different countries and laid off because of the fact that they have to be the vaccine. You need a mandate. You have to be mandated. Well, the mandated is this. It doesn't fucking work. Misinformation number six. COVID's origins was from a lab, Wuhan lab, and a conspiracy theory. It's a conspiracy theory. We know it's a conspiracy theory. There's people out there, and we're looking at it, and we're saying, you know what? It's a conspiracy theory. There's no way that this could have been leaked from a lab. And now we're sitting here at the end of February into March. We've seen the light now. We know it's probably a lab leak. Google admitted to suppressing searches on lab leak during the pandemic. I I mean, you have to you have to say this. You know, big tech, social media was was a hundred percent collusion with the federal government and references suppressing actual information. And like I say, if you want to sit there and talk about potentially a um, you know a conspiracy, it's not a conspiracy. They admitted to it. And it could could it late could it could it also be just interesting information that that you know Fauci's agency awarded nine million dollars to these these labs in Wuhan to conduct these experiments that he just did not want to get that information out. Misinformation number seven: It was important to get the second vaccine dose vaccine dose three or four weeks after the first dose. Now I love this one because you know. Data's come out again and said, no, no, you don't. <laughs> you don't. They actually said that spacing out the vaccines, maybe three months, reduces the complication rate and increases immunity. And the spacing out the vaccine, vaccine would have saved more lives when Americans were rationing a limited vaccine supply at the height of the pandemic. So what they're saying is the fact that we had a shortage of vaccine at one point, we probably would have saved more lives if we spaced it out over three to four months. I can tell you this, my and I know people, I have family members and myself who had horrible responses, had horrible reactions to that second shot, to the fact that we were just like, no, we're not doing We're not doing this anymore. I mean, it's it's just it just doesn't make sense. Uh, I love it now because we also we're not going to go through all these, but no, one of my favorite ones is number 10. One in five people get long covid. This was the other thing. If you don't get your shot, you're going to get long covid. The Center of Disease Control and Prevention claimed that 20 percent of covid infections can result in long covid. Dun, 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 dun. But a U.K. study found that only 3% of COVID patients have residual symptoms lasting 12 weeks. So how, how do you, how do you explain the, the disparity between reports? It's, it's, you know, a lot of people also just get mild fatigue and weaknesses for weeks after being sick and inactivity and not eating well. And they're, and they're calling these cases long COVID. <laughs> it's just amazing to me that, 
we have gone through so much in this country. We've gone through so much with COVID that we are we are just getting we are just getting these this information in reference to what really what this was all about, what what we're really doing, and what the government really did. So there's always been this green initiative push, of course. And I love the Green Initiative push because of the fact that I love the people in my neighborhood that have electric cars. And I'm not picking out anyone if you have an electric car. But I find it interesting that you're, you are using your electricity to power a car that you are going to uh, use its electricity to, to go wherever you want to go. And you're using fossil fuels to create the electricity or charge your car with. So basically, are you really using three times the amount of energy in reference to just going down the road to go to the store? But the, but it's clean because uh, you know because you're not you know you don't have any you don't have any CO2 gas emissions. It's clean energy, even though you're using fossil fuels to charge your vehicle. And it was proven that to actually make the batteries for these vehicles is twice as dirty than just X amount. I forgot how many cars running how many weeks, you know, for like 28 hours straight. But, you know, we've gone to the wind energy, and that's the big thing now. Also the big thing, the wind turbines, the wind turbines. And I love it because you have people in Texas, and I don't love it, I should rephrase that, that died because of the fact that the wind turbines failed because they froze, and there was no alternative way to heat their home. But it's all about saving the environment. But to save the environment actually kill, include killing the people that live here? So uh, we're not too far from Jersey. And a whole bunch of whales have been washing up on the Jersey Shore. Now, evidently, this you know you get whales from time to time that wash up on the shore, but at least twelve have been beached between New Jersey, New York, Delaware, Maryland, and Virginia since December. And evidently, that number is extremely high. Now they're saying that uh, you know I'm, I'm not I'm not a, a whaleologist or or a dolphinologist. Dolphins are washing up too. Um, that they're saying that the ecosystem or the sonar that the whales and the dolphins use to you know transverse through the through the water and get to where they're going is being disrupted uh, by these wind farms that are are there that are being you know that are being developed. And and that that um, that that are are in production right now, um, and the, and the, and it poses a risk to to the whales. Now, of course, the Biden administration came out and said, "No, no, 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 no! You people are crazy. You people are nuts. You're a bunch of conspiracy theorists. You're a bunch of nuts." But now, Biden administration scientists raised an alarm <laughs> on offshore. Harm offshore wind projects harming whales, and they did this months ago. Top top Biden administration scientists said the development of these offshore winds propose risks to these species. So we were heard that we were nuts, and that these that these people that are trying to save the whales and all this that were crazy because of the fact that they have been saying for months now that these these wind farms and the research use you know research being created right now for these wind farms and these are oceanographers ography or guys what is it called the oceanographical changes right now are causing these issues. Because it's it's stopping the whales from looking for food, and there's a disruption in reference to, like I said, the the echo sonar. But we heard for months now that these mayors from these cities were crazy, and and none of this, none of this is gonna, none of this can happen, none of this can happen. Uh, the Biden administration announced in 2021 that it intended to approve a staggering 
30 gigawatts, gigawatts of offshore wind to be, to be developed by 2030. Now, that, now that's, that's less, I think, than 2,000 gigawatts. I'm not sure because, like I said, I'm not sure which one the flux capacitor powered. And this is they were going to create all this energy. They were going to we're going to save the environment by creating all this this energy naturally, because of the fact that this is just what we need to do. But no, but no one thought to the fact that what was what could be the repercussions to the the environment, the actual environment that they're trying to save. So evidently, like I said, the the Biden administration has known for an extended period of time that this was going to potentially kill the whales, kill the dolphins. And this would be an issue. But they just said, you know, no, 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 no. You people are nuts. We have to do this because we have to save the earth. Does save the earth really mean you have to destroy entire species? Is that what that means nowadays? Because I, I really get confused. I really get, I really get shocked about this. I I I want to talk about one thing, and and it's it it just kind of makes me laugh. And you know, I'm thinking about I'm thinking about saving it for next week because I I, I just I just find it crazy that uh, Kamala Harris has professed repeatedly over and over again her love for Venn diagrams. I think this is something she just learned about what it is, and and she talks about it all the time. But I, I want to I want I'm going to talk about it, I think in the next couple of days because I think it's so funny because it's like a child that learns a new word and uses it uh, uses it over and over again. I keep thinking of the Princess Bride with that's inconceivable, and then the one guy looks at him and says, "You keep using that word, but I don't think you know what that word means." <laughs> but we're going to talk about that I think in the next coming episodes. Again, guys, this is Tim. And remember this, the truth shall always set you free. This is Tim, this is Get Up On The Mad Ramblings of a Gen Xer, and I'm out of here.